Hello and welcome to the Anxiety and I podcast. My name is Carl and I'm here to talk to you guys about anxiety, my experiences with anxiety and mental health and music. So a little intro about me and why I decided to do this. Um, I'm 32 years old. I'm a full-time DJ. I'm born and raised in London. And since I was around about 15, I've suffered with anxiety. Um, and I was later diagnosed with something called GAD, which is Generalized Anxiety Disorder, which I'll go into detail about in, in, in a little bit. And I just wanted to just talk to you guys today, a little intro into my life and living with GAD just briefly. Um, and then throughout the series, I'm going to touch on things such as how anxiety has affected my life, how it can make you feel, the symptoms, both physical and psychological, and ways you can you can combat those anxiety and the workplace. This is, for me, a very important one as being in the music industry and having to manage my anxiety has been challenging over the years. Um, and also anxiety and family, friends and loved ones, which again is, is, is a topic that I'm sure many people out there that have suffered with anxiety, mental health problems, have found that quite a difficult subject to talk about uh, and to talk to perhaps your f- family, friends and loved ones about. And then obviously things you can do and ways in which you can get help to um, help combat and, and support uh, yourself when you're feeling anxious, depressed um, or any of those things. So yeah, for me, my first experience of, of anxiety was when I was around about 15 years old and I, I, I remember, obviously I was living at home at the time. <laughs> um, and I remember I was, I was one of these people, I was always quite conscious of my health. So whenever I had an ailment as such, or say I would have a headache or I felt unwell, I would always think of the worst case scenario. And obviously I didn't know at the time but that is that is a way that's a form of anxiety. It's it's catastrophizing. You're, you're you're thinking of the absolute worst that can happen. So if I had a headache, for example, I I would automatically think that I had a brain tumor, or I I had brain cancer, or if I had a stomach problem, I had stomach cancer, or my liver was I don't know. The list is endless. So what I would do is I would automatically think that I had the worst possible thing known to man, and I knew it wasn't normal, but I didn't really know why I was doing it. And until I spoke to my mum about it, and I sort of said to her, well, oh, mum, I've got a headache, I'm dying. And she was just like, she knew, she knew straight away what was going on. She knew that it was, it was a form of, of health anxiety uh, or hypochondria as such. Um, and if I bless my mum, if it wasn't for her, I just want to give her a quick shout, actually. Um, she has been my absolute rock over the years and she's helped me with a lot of this because she went through similar when she was young so I was lucky enough to have someone in my life that understood what was going on and I really really feel for those people who who don't have that and that can be extremely tough so this is another reason why I want to talk about this today and I want to get this out there that it's more common than you think 
to suffer from a form of of anxiety um, or a mental health problem. It, it, it's trust me, it's extremely common, and I wouldn't say I've hidden it over the years. I mean, some people it might come as a shock to them that, that I, I I suffer from this, and I have done for a long time. But it, I wouldn't say I hide it. I've always been open to talk about it, but it's just something that I think I've learned to manage better as I've gotten older, if that makes sense. You, you kind of, you, I've been lucky enough to have support and tools, and this is something that I will talk about in a later episode, ways you can deal with this. I'm just, I, I'm trying to reach out to people that potentially haven't got that someone or that person to talk to and just to let them know that I, it, it, I know exactly how you're feeling. It's not something that is easy to talk about and you might not have anybody and, and I hope that by listening to this or even in, in a way uh, if I can help you in any way that I possibly can by letting you know that you're not alone and that you know that this is extremely real and it can be it can be managed then that that that's I'll be happy if I can do that but yeah just going back to that um I think I was about 15 as I say and, and I was having this health anxiety and I remember first going to see someone I think I was about 16 or 17 I say see someone it was sort of a CBT therapy and again I, I will touch on this later on um, so I, I spoke to somebody about that for a while um, but the thing with anxiety is it can manifest itself and it, that's how it started for me was the health anxiety but over the years it has manifested itself in other ways and I'll just go into a little bit of detail now about what GAD actually is so when I was 17 I was diagnosed with GAD or GAD, which is short for Generalized Anxiety Disorder. Now, if you don't know what that is, some of you may know already know what that is. If you don't know what that is, I'll, I'll, I'll just read out the correct term or diagnosis of what they say GAD is. So if you, say if you Google, you go on the NHS website and you look up Generalized Anxiety Disorder, so GAD is a long-term condition that causes you to feel anxious about a wide range of situations and issues rather than one specific event. People with GAD feel anxious most days and often struggle to remember the last time they felt relaxed. As soon as one anxious thought is resolved, another may appear about a different issue. So in a nutshell, that is what I have and it's what I've been managing for the last 17 years and I'm sure there's a lot of other people who who have this and they probably don't even know that they've got this so if I'm reading this to you now and you're you're thinking well that sounds familiar that actually sounds like something I I struggled with it could well be it could well be generalized anxiety disorder which can cause symptoms both physical and psychological and I'll just go into a little bit of detail about what those can be now so how severe your symptoms are, it varies from person to person. Some people may only have one to two symptoms, while others may have many of these. Um, so I'll start with the psychological symptoms of GAD. So restlessness, a sense of dread, feeling constantly on edge, difficulty concentrating and irritability. Your symptoms may cause you to withdraw from social contact, seeing your family and friends to avoid feelings of worry and dread. Now, <laughs> that is something that I think is probably extremely common amongst anxiety sufferers. I know it was for me when I was a young kid, uh, sort of in my early teens, uh, sorry, late teens, early 20s. Those are the years as a young lad. You go out, you go out with your friends, you go out drinking, pubs, clubs. 
I missed out on a lot of that and a lot of the time I would often make up an excuse as to why I didn't want to come out because it was really sort of difficult to explain to my friends how I was feeling and what this was that I was going through because I, even at the time I didn't really understand what I was doing or what I was going through. I didn't really know it was anxiety as such. I didn't really get to grips with it fully, if that makes sense. So it was it was tough because then you, you, your friends probably start thinking, I'm, I'm sure they did. They start thinking, oh, he's a bit weird or what's going on with him? Uh, he never wants to come out. So things like that. And again, that's something I'll touch on later on with the um, the episode on friends, family, loved ones and anxiety and stuff like that. Going back to this, you may also find going to work difficult and stressful. You may take time off sick. These actions can make you worry even more about yourself and increase your lack of self-esteem. This is something I have 100%, 100% many times had to deal with and struggle with. And I'll touch on that later on as well. Um, so the physical symptoms of GAD, there are a lot of unpleasant ones here and I've experienced probably all of these over uh, some stage. Well, I can guarantee you, I definitely say I've experienced most of these. Dizziness, tiredness, a noticeably strong, fast or regular heartbeat, so palpitations or a racing heart. Those are most prevalent with panic attacks and anxiety attacks and panic disorder, which again is something that I can I can talk about. That's something that I've had. That is something that manifested from the health anxiety. My next sort of stage, I say stage, experience of it was the panic attacks when I was in my late teens, early 20s. It was a regular daily occurrence for me and I was actually for a year agoraphobic. So agoraphobic means I was basically housebound. I I, I couldn't leave the house uh, and I couldn't really do anything uh, it was just, it was a bad time in my life. It, it was, looking back on it. And another thing I just want to say about anxiety now and when you're suffering from things like this is when you are, at, when it, is, it does feel at its worst, it genuinely does feel like there's no way out and there's no escape from it. You You genuinely feel like you're going to be like this all the time. And all you want is just maybe just one good day or one sort of just just glimmer or sort of glimpse of a sign that you're getting back to your old self. That's what I used to always say to myself. I said, well, I really want to be back to my, when am I going to be my normal self? When am I going to be back to my old self? And then you kind of learn that you don't really want to be back to your old self. You, you just, you want a bit of relief. And that is something that comes with, with, it comes, it does come with patience. It does come with, having to just battle through it and get through it. And, and and if you're lucky enough to have people around you, good people around you, who you can talk to about this and who you can explain how you're feeling, that, is, that helps tenfold. I can't even explain to you how much that helps. Um, and I will also give you guys tools and tips and things that have helped me over the years to, to deal with my anxiety. Some have been good and some you can say aren't necessarily the greatest ways of dealing with them, um, but they're, they're things that have helped me. And if I can share those and they might help somebody else, then, then that would be that would be incredible for me. So yeah, sorry, going back to these, these symptoms. So dizziness, tiredness, uh, palpitations, muscle aches, trembling, dry mouth, sweating, shortness of breath, stomach ache, feeling sick, headache, pins and needles. Again, a lot of these symptoms can be associated with other illnesses or problems hence 
health anxiety thing. So when I first started experiencing these, like my heart beating really fast, I thought, oh my God, I, I, is there something wrong with my heart? Have I got heart problems? I remember going to the hospital. Yeah, I laugh about it now. I don't, I don't laugh, but I just, I look back on it and I think it sounds, it, it, it sounds ridiculous, but let me, but let me tell you now, believe me, it is not ridiculous in the slightest. And anybody that ever tells you that your anxiety or this is ridiculous, just do me, do yourself a favor and do me a favor and just never speak to that person. Get that person out of your life because they, 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 they're not, they're not the sort of people that you need to be around. This is a very, very real thing. And if people don't have, or they don't want to make the effort to even listen to you talk about it or understand it, try to understand it, then for me, that person is, is just not a very nice person. Um, yeah, but going back, I, I remember probably, I think it was my first proper, proper panic attack. I was at home on my own, actually. And I remember just being in my bedroom, I think I was playing Call of Duty, <laughs> as you do when you're a young lad. And I started getting this weird sort of like sensation in my left arm. And me being the hypochondriac that I was back then, I, I, I already knew that if your arm starts going a bit funny, it can be a symptom of a heart attack. So what do I start doing? I start thinking, oh God, what's going on here? Am I having a heart attack? And then all of a sudden I started feeling really dizzy and sweaty and my heart was racing and I was absolutely panicking, incredibly, incredibly panicking. And I actually remember I called an ambulance. I was at home alone. I didn't know what to do. Um, the ambulance was taking its time. So I decided to try and drive myself to the hospital. And I remember calling my dad, and this sounds ridiculous, calling my dad saying, dad, I think this is it. I'm not going to see you again. I'm going to die. And I was just like, what is going on? Um, so I, I, I made it to the hospital. I rushed in. Um, and I said to the woman, please help me. I'm having a heart attack. She goes, she, they put, she put like, you know, the little, um, get the little thumb or finger things to check your pulse. She put that on me and she said, you're not having a heart attack. And I was like, I am, I am. I was so worked up. Obviously I felt so horrendous to the point where she wanted me to wait to be seen. So I, me being me, I steamed straight through into the thing and I said, I need to be seen now. So they sat me down in the bed. They did an ECG, checked my heart and everything. And they said, uh, sir, you're having an anxiety attack. And I was just like, well, what is that? I, I didn't know what it was. So I didn't understand it. And it wasn't until I was diagnosed with, with GAD and, and then I actually, it was my first real look into anxiety. I, I didn't believe it at the time. I, didn't, I just didn't believe that something like anxiety can cause all of these symptoms. It doesn't seem real to me. It didn't seem like that was something that could happen. I was like, really? Anxiety can cause all of these things? But believe me, it can. It can. And I, I will sit here and I will tell you now all of these things that I just mentioned a minute ago, the dizziness, the shortness of breath, the tight chests, the headaches, the, the pins and needles, the sleep was, as I say, when I was at my worst, when I was younger, the sleep would, honestly, I could, I was getting about an hour a night um, and it was honestly... I would never wish insomnia on anybody. It's the absolute worst, worst, worst thing I've ever had to deal with over a, over a period of time. It just, I couldn't, I didn't even know who I was. The world didn't feel real. I, I had this thing called de, depersonalization as well, derealization, which is basically a sense that you're in a kind of a bubble and the world doesn't feel real and it's just reality isn't what it seems. It, it just felt so peculiar 
and obscure and you just feel like a, a zombie as well because sleep is heavily linked with mood so that's why we recommended to get I think eight hours six to eight hours maybe a night because it, it helps with with mood it's incredibly important for regenerating your body your mood and, and, and regularizing things like that and when I was getting an hour a night I, I, I couldn't function I just couldn't function and you wake up crying the next morning well I say you wake up you wake up from your hours sleep thinking you slept the whole night you slept an hour feeling just that you don't want to get out of bed you don't want to move you don't want to do anything you just crave more sleep and then you get to the end of the day and you start thinking about am I going to sleep tonight am I going to sleep tonight and then because you're thinking about it you then don't and yeah that that was one of the worst things for me was was the sleep problems um and I, I genuinely don't really know how I managed to cope on such a little sleep looking back on it but again I'll point back to my my, my family and my mum who was constantly there for me and I was lucky lucky to have that but yeah so I, I just wanted to just touch briefly on Gad and, and just a little a little intro in today's episode it's just, I know it's going to be quite a short one but over the course of the next few weeks, few months, uh, I want to talk more about some of the topics that I, I mentioned in in the start of the the, the show. Um, and I'll also I also would like to try and get some people on, perhaps if people feel comfortable enough to talk about this with me. I would love to hear hear your your stories and and how um, anxiety has affected you and how you've had to deal with it. And I think it's just important now, especially the current circumstances we find ourselves in, 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 well, in the UK, of course, and I know most of the world, it being, it being in, um, cooped up in, in, in your house for most of the day, lockdown. For me, this is, there's no better time to talk about this than now uh, because people are probably going to be suffering more um, when, when they're cooped up. I, I found that where one of the, as I say, one of the, 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 the most important things to help me manage with my anxiety is is keeping myself occupied, keeping myself busy. And again, I will go into detail about this in a future episode. So you're not alone, even though you may feel you're alone. You, you are not, trust me. Um, even if it's, if it's me, if it's a friend you haven't spoken to for a while, please try and talk about this. Uh, and I hope that over the course of the next few weeks, I'm able to help you do so. Or even if you just want to listen to this and it, and it helps you in a way and helps you realise maybe what's going on with yourself and uh, and it gives you the courage to maybe talk about it a bit more, that would, that would be fantastic. So until next time, thank you guys for listening and I'll be back very shortly with another episode. In the meantime, stay safe and look after yourselves. Oh, 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 oh,